don't echo anymore. Uh, that was terrible. I don't want another echo. I don't either. Soup. Soup. There it is. Soup. 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 There it is. <laughs> I'm already recording. Okay. So we'll oh, just. <laughs> Hello. We'll, fi- <laughs> we'll figure it out. It'll be fine. It'll okay. be great. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. fine. Everything is awesome. <laughs> Hello. Hello. And welcome to Conversations in Comfrey Whoops, I forgot. That was a terrible intro. <laughs> That's my bad. In Comfrey Pants. In Comfrey Pants. Okay. On today's well. episode, we're talking about soup. <laughs> <laughs> Possibly chili. And stew. And stew. So I don't even know a stew. Yeah. I don't even know a stew. <laughs> Short for Stuart. Stuart, get out of here. Stuart Little. <laughs> oh no, no, it's a mouse. <laughs> <laughs> so anytime, so sometimes we get mice in our... Oh no, in your walls. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think one actually fell down the wall this morning. Yeah, oh yeah. Like in between the wall. <laughs> yeah. Because um, I just heard it like a scratch, 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 thud. <laughs> And it might be stanky later. Oh, well, the cats will Coming soon. flush them out. Um, in the wall? The cats can't get in the wall. They can sure try. Penny has. <laughs> <laughs> but every time we hear a mouse, we always say his name is Stuart. Yeah. Where's his little car? <laughs> Such a bizarre uh, book. It is. He drives a little tiny car. He's of like a human. Things. Yeah. I guess those are the ones that would fit in, like, the Barbie cars, though. Maybe. That might be, like, the Cadillac for mice. It's a Cadillac for Barbie. It's literally a Cadillac. <laughs> well, sometimes she... Oh, see, yes. Oh, uh, maybe it's... I don't know. I don't know. It's a convertible. Mm-hmm. Sometimes she has a Range Rover. Why does Barbie get all these fancy cars and She's then... She's rich AF, girl. <laughs> and then in real life, it's like, you know, a Honda. <laughs> Does Barbie have a Honda in real life? I don't know. Who's Barbie? Barbie. Barbara. Her actually, her name's like Barbara Maleficent or something. Maleficent? Maleficent. It's not. It's not Maleficent. Maleficent. It's Millicent. Uh, I know. It's Barbara. Maleficent is not. It's Barbara Millicent Roberts is her full name. Mm, hyphenated or is that her middle it's name? It's her middle name. Maleficent. No, Mel. <laughs> <laughs> Millicent. Millicent. <laughs> It doesn't uh, matter. That's not what we're here to talk about. How are you? Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Conversations in Comfort Pants. I'm Clara. Did we do that part? No, I don't think so. I'm Clara. And I'm Alex. <laughs> Hi. Hi, sorry. Apologies. For the last five minutes. Um, I'm uh I'm good. Yeah. It's Friday. We're recording <laughs> no. on a Friday. Yay, it's Friday. Work week's done. Yep. I got to start working from home again, which I'm very excited about. COVID, you can't get in. Uh-uh. I locked you my doors on you. So goodbye. <laughs> goodbye. Um yeah, so I think 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 things are good. Good. <laughs> I don't think I have anything else to say. I was I was thinking about it and I I didn't make another note in my um notes app because all I've been doing is watching Naked and Afraid and working and that's it. I don't have anything else to say. I, the only thing I have to say is that I'm fine. Thank you for asking. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. I would have got there probably next week. <laughs> probably at the end of the episode. I was... Alex, how are you? <laughs> Wait. So how are you? So how are you doing? Um, oh, really? But 
And then I had another is it soup oh, yeah. moment. Okay. Um, oh, no. More controversy. And more, uh, it didn't stir up as much controversy as I thought because it was overwhelming. It was 100%. It was 100% cereal is not soup. <laughs> the zero controversy. There is no controversy. But I was like, there is nobody out there who thinks a cereal is a soup. Well, Allison said specifically, you can put marshmallows in cereal, not in soup. But could you put marshmallows in like a sweet potato bisque? See, that's exactly what I was going to say. Because there's marshmallows and sweet potato dishes on Thanksgiving. I don't know how that dessert snuck its way onto the dinner how, table, how but I it? love it. I, I and appreciate I'm here it. for it. I'm a, I appreciate it. <laughs> yes. It's gall. It's, it's got a lot of gall. It's got that a lot. Sweet potato casserole. <laughs> and I'm here for it. Mm-hmm. And I, I will encourage it. Mm-hmm. But I'm thinking you could put tiny marshmallows in like a sweet potato bisque. Is there a sweet potato bisque? There's got there's a bisque for everything. I don't know if I've had a sweet potato bisque. What is a bisque? It's a milk. I told you this last. No, week. you didn't. Yes, I did. It's a milk-based <laughs> soup. So like tomato bisque is milk-based. So if you take the can, let's let's do the Campbell's can of tomato soup. Well, that's tomato soup. That's not tomato bisque. <laughs> You're not badap at me. Hop-up-dap-up. <laughs> okay, I've been badapped. Press pause. Pause. So the recipe says to make it one cup of soup, one cup of the concentrate, sure. one cup of water. That's tomato soup. That's not tomato bisque. I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> but I make mine with milk. That's bisque, baby. See? That's bisque. <laughs> You shouldn't have hubbubbadubbub me. You hubbubbadubbub. No, that's right. Me. I hubbubbed you. <laughs> you well, you should have adopt. I should have adopt. That's on me. That's my bad. I'm kidding. Uh, um, so no, this week's is it soup moment. <laughs> I was just trying to remember, like, why. what did what 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 did she say it was? <laughs> you haven't said it yet. Tell me. I haven't. No. Um, is a pop tart. A sandwich. A ravioli. No. <laughs> no. Think about no, it. No, it is not. Think about it. It isn't. Think about it. I it have. is a pastry that has filling in the but middle. It's not pasta. It's like a cardboard almost. <laughs> it's delicious. <laughs> have you ever had a, a, a blueberry pop tart? Yeah. That'd oh. be my last choice. I don't know. That'd be my, blueberry that's my first choice is blueberry pop tarts. I love it. And a blueberry oh, toaster oh. strudel, which you cannot find anywhere. Because, it's, yeah. <laughs> I'm not a blueberry person, I'll be honest. Apparently not. I mean, I don't like real blueberries. I like, you know, the fake <laughs> crap. <laughs> okay. Well, they don't make blueberry Jolly Ranchers for a reason. No, because they make a blue raspberry, which is stupid huh is that blueberry <laughs> no it's raspberry but they just say blue because they don't okay. want to make it the right blueberries regular not involved. blueberries are not okay, involved thank god i was um, like my whole life has changed <laughs> no so they make it blue raspberry okay. so you don't get it confused the cherry and the raspberry because they're two very what similar about watermelon colors. watermelon's pink strawberry Ooh. Green strawberry. But then that's just green an apple. unripe. Oh, I, oh I love green apple. Oh. I can't even. Oh. Ooh, do you not like sour? 
If I were to choose between sour or sweet, yeah. I usually choose sweet. Oh, sour every time, baby. Yeah. I love it. But I love Sour Patch Kids. Okay. Just the red. Those sa- are my favorite. Red Sour Patch Kids. I'll eat the rest then. I will just we'll split a package. Rest. It'll be great. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't like green apple. I had one mm. unfortunate evening with green apple vodka. We have talked about this before. Okay. And I can't even That's smell fine. it to this day. Yeah, that'll do it probably. Yeah. It just takes one. It takes one time. I mean, I can't, I don't drink apple juice uh, for almost a similar reason, except I was like eight and it wasn't alcohol. <laughs> yes, I was 21. Uh, yeah. Mm. <laughs> uh, okay. I don't know what that Anyways, was. I don't think that Pop-tarts was Pop-tarts are not ravioli. But it's... <sighs> no, because it's okay. not a pasta. But it's in the same shape Isn't and that... form of ravioli. It's like a giant ravioli. That you cook, but it's or not you're a supposed pasta. to cook. In via toaster. In the toaster. <laughs> but who has time for that? Well, it could be a strudel, but it's not a... Oh, I love a strudel. We've just talked about my love of strudel. <laughs> I don't know. That was one, but apparently that has been decided. Sorry. You know, that, that will not get us into... I put my veto stamp okay. on that. <laughs> veto stamp. A Pop-Tart is... not a pasta surrounding Not a ravioli. And then Allison sent us another email. Yes, she did. Don't think I'm not reading these, Allison. I'm just <laughs> Rejecting them because Rejecting. of Comic Sans. Yeah, Comic Sans. Luckily, <laughs> Comic Sans does not show up on my phone. Mm, so You know, though. You know, I know deep in your heart. I can tell. Yeah. Um, she was saying a hot dog's not a sandwich. Because of the vertical. No, wait. What'd she say? Something about the Something cut. about the bread. Something about the cut of the bread. But what happens if, because you got a hot dog bun. What about a hoagie? What about a Subway what sandwich? What about a meatball sub? A meatball sub? That's basically a hot dog. It's a hot dog. It's 100% a hot dog. Sausage and pepper sandwich. I'm it's not, not called a sausage and pepper hot dog. It's a sausage and pepper sandwich. Meatball sandwich. sandwich. I'm sorry, but she's got a point. <laughs> I've never had a sausage and pepper sandwich. It's never kind even of- of it. Yeah, it, it's um, I think it's like an Italian. It's I like would guess, yeah. Put a sausage. So it's a hot dog. <laughs> in a bun. <laughs> but they call it a sandwich. And then you put peppers on it. Mm. Peppers and onions. Mm-hmm. 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 That's a hot dog. <laughs> That's. But they call it a sandwich. <laughs> okay. Fine. You're not in the mood to argue today. <laughs> I am I feeling apologize. Feisty. She's frisky today, you guys. Mm. Ooh. Ready to talk about <laughs> the next. Phase of the pyramid. Yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, hey. Uh, okay, I took a screenshot, so it would be my next photo. Is there so anything else say. we wanted to talk about, or are we done arguing about sandwiches and raviolis and soup? I don't. Like I said, I've been watching Naked and Afraid. <laughs> unless you'd like to talk about that, which I'd love to. Um, no, because that's all I've been doing. Yeah, I've just been taking naps. Yeah, I should. It would be better if I took a nap than to watch Naked and Afraid, but <laughs> it's too late. Okay, so now on the pyramid, we are going to the blue section. It's the second from the bottom. Right? That's how you say that? Yes. Yeah. Um, and it is in between the lines, speculation line, and leaving reality. And it is called We Have Questions. Because we do. Because we have some questions. We have questions. (laughs) 
I mean, should I list the things that are in there or no? Sure, why not? Okay. And there's two two of these things we're talking two about. Things. The rest of them we're not right now. So Maybe later. The f- TBD. If you guys tell us you want to hear about them, then we'll talk about it. Yeah. So there's the Denver International Airport. Mm-hmm. Which I don't know that much about. Alex, do you want to give like a one sentence overview? Basically, what I know, which is very little, like one Google search on yeah. Wikipedia, um, is that there is something hidden beneath the Denver International Airport that's somehow related to the Illuminati or the <gasps> Freemasons. Okay. I've been there. I have too. And I went down. No, I, <laughs> I've never heard of it. One of the worst flights of my life went into Ooh, Denver. Was it bumpy? Um, no, I got thrown up on. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. It that's was terrible. Right. Um, it was awful. <laughs> Let me tell a story. Oh, please since, do. Since we're there. Thank God um, we did this. <laughs> so we were flying that out. That wasn't even that long ago. No, Sorry. it was a year. A year a, mm. a year and a half ago. A year and a half, probably, yeah. My, actually, it was my last trip that yep. I ever took uh-huh. until uh-huh. And then COVID hit. Uh-huh. Um, so we were traveling to Colorado because Brian's family does a family reunion oh, that's right. okay. in Colorado. And so yes. I was going to, like, meet his entire extended family that didn't come to the wedding, like, a whole bunch of people. Uh-huh. I was going to be initiated into the family, which terrified the ever-living crap out of me because yeah. I was thinking like Goodfellas, Godfather initiation sort of thing. Um, and so we get on the plane. First the plane, so we get on the plane mm-hmm. and I'm sitting down. It's Brian's in the window. I'm in the middle. And then there's a guy next to Chad, me. Chad probably. Uh, let's call him Chad. Let's call him Chad. <laughs> he's definitely a he's Chad. A, he's a Chad. So anyway, Chad okay. is sitting next to me and I could tell something's a little off. Because he's like, he's got a coffee in his hand, but he's kind of like mm, wobbling forward. Like and I'm like, Irish coffee, perhaps? I'm like, something is not right over in this area. He looks a little pale. <laughs> oh, I'm like, Like some, he was afraid or he was drunk or something, he was hungover. I, I thought hungover. Okay. I'm like, this guy's hungover. He looks, you know, he gray. looks. <laughs> I'm like, it's also, you know, it's, it's 7 o'clock at night, so oh, okay. you have okay, had a okay, long okay. day, sir. Sure. Um, and then I am he- sitting next to him, and then I hear a cough <gasps> and a gurgle. Oh, no. Gurgle's never good. Gurgle's never good. <laughs> and then I just, he- I feel <gasps> wet on my arm and my pants. No. And I'm sitting there, no. and he just no. starts profusely apologizing, yeah. and then runs to the back of the airplane. And you guys I'm, haven't took off yet. We are still sitting at the gate <laughs> because the plane is on a mechanical. Good. <laughs> but we are in our seats. Good. Good. <laughs> so I am still on the plane. Good. And I'm like covered in puke. I'm I'm puke on my arm and my leg. Your and pants. I'm like, my my only pair of jeans that I brought <laughs> oh, no. for I, the whole weekend. I always only wear or bring one pair of jeans. Yeah, I and I start bringing them. two. Always bring two. Always bring two okay, pairs of this jeans. This is a great. This is a great PSA. And so I'm like, Brian, 
Did he not see? He no, didn't know. he didn't see anything. He had his headphones oh. in and was like, you know, staring at the window. And I'm like, um, excuse me, your wife just got picked A yoo-hoo. A yoo-hoo. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm like mm. sitting there and I'm like, <sighs> what do I do? What do I do about this scenario? <laughs> so I like am trying to like wipe, like, oh. You kind of get it off of me. And then I see the guy, and it had to have been the super the customer service supervisor, like walking up the aisle, and he grabs his bag and he looks at me and he goes, I'm sorry, and keeps walking the flight attendant goes, What happened? And it's like, oh, he just threw up on me. NBD, I know. No big deal. (laughs) And then that was it. That was the end of the, of the puking. No. But that's, we then waited on no. the tarmac. What did you do? Did you change your clothes? No, I didn't have a change of clothes. <laughs> oh, my God. That's so gross. I had to fly the entire way to Denver. <laughs> okay. But luckily, it wasn't like, you know, he projectile vomited on my leg. It was just like a little bit. Just a splash. Just a, I, okay. I was just okay. in the splat, the, not the splat, was, not the front row at SeaWorld, but I was like, <laughs> okay, like a few okay. rows back. Okay. That's better. I was envisioning him like, like. No, I think he got the majority turning. of it like in his own jacket. Oh, which is awesome. Okay. So it, I don't love puke. Yeah, no, <laughs> nobody does. And then we sat on the plane for, I know it was an hour. We were sitting on the plane at the gate <laughs> waiting for mechanics. I know it was an hour because I was able to watch Mary Poppins. That's over an hour. And Zootopia on a- my way to Denver. Okay, including sitting. Including sitting. I basically finished Mary Poppins. The new one? Yeah, before we even took off. I mean, I love both Mary Poppins. So that was my experience. That's not the point of the story. (laughs) So that was my my last flight on, uh, well, not my last flight because I flew back, but it was Mm. also my first flight on an Airbus that I could remember. Uh. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, it just was not good. But the airline took care of me and. Did they um, though? They did, because I. They give you some stuff? I some did. I, I wrote in a little, you know, BT dubs I got puked on. Um, Thank you for that. For the after the flight survey. Right, yeah. And they were like, oh dear God, here's some things for your next flight. <laughs> here's a space blanket. Yeah. I really wish that. they would have, like, you know, it would have been great if they would have given me, like, a rain poncho and a wet nap. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, that would have been <laughs> I would some have rain been boots and a poncho. Some rain boots and a poncho. Here for your next one. Hilarious. Oh okay, so that's my that is my. Okay, so I got that's, up on. that's one of the fifteen. So Denver International <laughs> Airport. Okay, that guy was super nervous about going to the Illuminati meeting. Maybe he knew. That's why he threw up on yeah, you. I threw up. Mm-hmm. Or he was mm-hmm. on drugs. He was hungover. He was something. Let's something was not good. <laughs> okay. Remember when we were talking about this triangle? <laughs> no, that was a great story. <laughs> I just hope we have one for all of these. Okay. Oh, I, thought, I don't think we do. <laughs> I don't think so either. Okay. Another one is Epstein didn't kill himself. Mm-hmm. Another one is hashtag free Britney. And then free Britney alone. Free Britney alone. 
I'm a huge fan of Britney myself. We've got Marilyn Monroe, we've got Princess Diana, we've got the JFK assass assassination, and then we have UFOs, Area 51, and Roswell. Which all kind of go together. Those are all similar. Mm -hmm. So basically, I think I already said this, but the bubble next to it says we have questions. Yeah. And so we're between the speculation line and leaving reality, so there's a little bit of truth in there, perhaps... Maybe. Uh, perhaps. There's Not it's full truth. Yeah. <laughs> There's a little tomfoolery going Tom, on. Tom. Tom's such a fool. We all know it. Yeah, I just burped into the microphone. Oh, that's fine. Sorry. Sorry, listener. You think I'd hear that? <laughs> it's ASMR? Yeah. AS Ooh. <laughs> oh, she just threw up on me. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh no. It's a repeat. <laughs> it's a callback. Do you want Do to we, go first? I can go first. Okay, you should go first. Yeah. So the one that I'm talking about is hashtag free Britney. Britney. <laughs> so <laughs> Miss Britney Jean Spears. Yeah. I will tell you, I'm so proud of myself. I did not have to Google her middle name. No. Never. Never. <laughs> Why would I do that? So Miss Britney Jean Spears was born December 2nd, 1981. 81. 81. She's actually older than I thought she was. Yeah, she's 39 right now. Mm -hmm. um, in 1992, when she was 11 years old, she was cast on the Mickey Mouse Club, yes. or the reboot of the Mickey Mouse Club. What? Reboot? Yeah, because it originally was on in the 50s. Oh, I did not know that. Mm -hmm. Fun facts. <gasps> Fun facts. So this, it was actually called the new Mickey Mouse Club. Okay. Did you ever see any of the episodes? I didn't have TV so, growing up. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Uh, firehouse. Duh. <laughs> um, they so it was only on from like 1992 to 1996. Okay, so I don't even I didn't even watch it when I was younger because I was too young. Too young. Um, not that I was too young for the Mickey Mouse Club. I was just I was busy watching Winnie the Pooh. You were busy. <laughs> you had other stuff going on. Very busy. Raccoons Lots of things to, to adopt, do. et cetera, et cetera. Yes, <laughs> had some raccoons to take care of. <laughs> I had responsibilities. Yeah. <laughs> Responsibility. Responsibilities. It's from Rugrats. Oh, okay. Also, still didn't have TV when I was a kid. <laughs> it's from anyway. <laughs> I thought that was a slip in the tongue. McKenna top. will get it. Oh, great. Um, <laughs> Good for her. She should be on the one where She's you guys just here. make fun of the shows I've never seen. Or we could just talk about the shows that you've never seen. I'll make fun of you. Any poodles. <laughs> okay. So, also who was on the new Mickey Mouse Club mm -hmm. was Carrie Russell. Yes. Also okay. Felicity. Okay. We have the okay. same hair. She's got curly hair. Um, Christina Aguilera. Yes, girl. Justin Timberlake. Mm-hmm. J.C. Chazé. Mm -hmm. He was in NSYNC. J.C. J.C. Yeah, I didn't know his last name, to be Joshua, honest. Joshua Scott Chazé, a.k.a. J.C. Joshua Scott? Joshua Scott. Is Joshua Cott? <laughs> How is that JC? Josh Shazay. It's he took uh, his first and middle and last anyway. Um Okay. <laughs> uh, I actually thought, honestly, this might be a hot take. I thought he's a I think he's a better singer than Justin. I mean, you can leave. Okay. Thank you for joining us on Conversations with Comfy Pants. <laughs> this is our last episode. This is it. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>
I am being replaced by a plant. <laughs> Going forward, it's me only. Um, and guess who else was on the Mickey Mouse Club? I do know this. Do you? Because, okay, so I know that Justin Timberlake's family, what, it might have been the other way around. You were, I, I don't. So know. Justin Timberlake's family became the legal guardian because he's Canadian. Our boy Ryan Gosling. The Gosling. That's the only reason I know. Put his face on a parrot. <laughs> Even though Gosling's a bird. Is it a goose? It's a goose, right? A baby it's goose. A baby is a goose. goose. Yeah. Baby goose. A baby goose. Um, so she was on it until it was canceled in 1996. Oh, she, okay. So for, do you know when she started on it? 1982, when she was 11. Right. So, so quite a while. Quite a while. For a little baby. Um, before that, she was also on Star Search, which was a show in like the late 80s. Um, Anything until 2007, TV-wise, you're going to have to explain to We'll me. get there. We'll get to 2007, so you'll, you'll know what's going on. <laughs> okay. I got TV once I, mo- once I moved away to go to college. So and you were like, Before what, that, is, what is this box? <laughs> I don't know anything, so um, you're going to have to explain it. That's okay. So Star Search, Justin Timberlake was also on Star Search. It was kind of like all of the pop stars of our, of our okay. youths. Mm-hmm. <laughs> kind of went from like Star Search to like the Mickey Mouse Club to being famous. Being famous. Okay. <laughs> um, so in 1997, when she was just 16 years old, oh no, she signed with Jive Records to record "Baby One More Time" <gasps> over in Sweden. In Sweden, everyone was going to record the album. In Sync recorded their first album in Sweden. Huh. The Backstreet Boys recorded their first album in Sweden. Why? Apparently, the European audiences are always kind of like a step ahead of us in when it comes to music. Okay. Like a step ahead of the United States sure. for some reason. I don't know. Um, okay. Between. <laughs> so, we are going to 1997 or 1999, excuse me, um, when she was 17 years old. Because remember, her birthday's in December, so. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Um, again, that's still... Yeah, no, that makes sense. Anywho, uh, she released Baby One More Time. The I video was released. We all remember the video. Yeah. The school. It was actually her idea to do the schoolgirl outfit. Because were, she was 16. Yes. She was a sophomore in high school. She was a she's child. Like, yeah. She's like, you know what? She actually, it wasn't her idea. She showed up after school to record <laughs> it. And they were like, that's such a good outfit. Good for you. It's like, no, this is literally my no, uniform. My I uniform. have to wear this. <laughs> so the video was released. She became instantly the pop princess that yeah. made the first day. So we're going to do a whole bunch of, <laughs> so between 1999 and 2006. Okay. She released four albums. Yeah. The classic movie Crossroads. Mm. If you've not seen Crossroads, <gasps> mm. it's terribly awesome. It's the, pur- the, it's the purple rain of its day. <laughs> <laughs> the soundtrack is great. The movie, eh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll watch it tomorrow. Um, and then uh, five tours 
mm-hmm. like world tours mm-hmm. touring mm-hmm. all over the place. Uh, and two, she's what maximum twenty at the end. Uh, two thousand six. So I stopped. When putting, was she born? I forgot. Eighty one. I stopped putting how old she was. Um, yeah, twenty ish. Twenty ish. Um, a TV show. <gasps> really? Which she calls the worst thing she's ever done in her career. What was it called? Uh, Brittany and Kevin chaotic. Oh, K Fed. K Fed. Okay. Two marriages. She was married twice. K-Fed and... k and Jason Allen Alexander. Oh. A friend from high school that she married in Vegas and then was annulled 72 hours later. Okay. K... K... No. Uh, and then it was k Kind of a Kim K vibes. situation. Yeah. Um, but not as fancy of a wedding. That's <laughs> <laughs> Kim K. Okay. Uh, oh, and before the two marriages, there was also the... Break up with Justin Timberlake. Everyone knows the Jean outfit. We know the Jean. God bless that. We know it and we love it. We love it. Um, and he released the song Cry Me a River. Cry Me a River. Which has a Britney Spears lookalike in the video. Okay. And it is rumored that the song was written about her because she cheated on him. (gasps) Okay. Do we know if that's true? No. We never will. We never will. Or maybe we do. I love them I both so much. I know. I... But I think after this, you might love Brittany a little more. I, I do. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, okay, go on. 2006. This is when things start kind of going off the off the rails for Miss Spears. She was caught driving yes. with her kiddo. I remember 2007, Brittany, for sure. We're, okay, oof. you build it up. So in 2006, she was caught driving with her little kiddo, Sean, mm. on her lap mm-hmm. instead of in a car seat. Mm-hmm. She was torn apart yes. by the moms of the world, yep. um, calling her an unfit mother, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. She was kind of like, you know, I'm from Louisiana. This is what we do. No. I'm from the South. <laughs> it's not an excuse. I'm like, it's not really an excuse, uh, Brittany. Put him in a car seat. You're... Um, maybe just maybe tap into the rule book when you're super famous. <laughs> she apologized. She admitted her mistake. She said she was wrong. She completely owned up to it. Um, and then later, not related at all, but she divorced from KFED, mm-hmm. um, citing irreconcilable differences, mm-hmm. which is, I swear, when everybody gets divorced, it's always irreconcilable Every, differences. Yeah. I mean, what else is there? There's only one celebrity divorce that Ooh, had a different one. I have a question. I mean, I have a guess. Yes, go. Gwyneth Paltrow. Was it? That's not the know. one I was thinking of. Oh, <laughs> the one I... Well, I just know that they... Sorry. I interrupted okay. you, but uh, they um, consciously uncoupled is yes. what she called it. <laughs> I don't know. Does that mean divorce? Said, but... um, no, it was Renee Zellweger mm-hmm. and Kenny Chesney. Kenny Chesney! Yeah, they got divorced I've for... Been... For fraud. Uh-oh. <laughs> what? I've been on the beach where they got married. Uh, I did not know about the fraud yeah, situation. Fraud. Who don't frauded? Know. I don't know. Who frauded? Who frauded? <laughs> Who frauded? <laughs> Chesney, is that you? <sighs> so, <laughs> so, she divorced from Kevin Federline. Uh, it was finalized in 2007. Here we go. go. Hmm. Leave Brittany alone. So 2007 was a rough year for for Brittany. Kind of started in 2006. Boiled over. Boiled over. 
2007, her aunt passed away from ovarian cancer. She was really close with her aunt. Uh, She entered a drug treatment program for one day in Antigua. Okay. And then... This doesn't seem like enough days. No. Um, And then the next day... Uh I think we all know what happened. We know. In the salon in L.A. with the clippers. The... The razor, basically. <laughs> she shaved her she head. She shaved her head. Oh, Brittany. And the famous photo of her attacking <coughs> the paparazzi's car with an umbrella. I mean, since she was 16, people have been, like, reaching out and trying to touch her and, like, she take was, photos of her. I don't blame her at that point. She was only 26 <clears throat> when this was happening. Yeah, but that's 10 years. Yeah. At that point of just being harassed constantly, basically. She wasn't able to have any sort of moments to herself to, like, process what's going on. Especially when she married K-Fed. He was, like, quote-unquote kind of weirdly famous, too. Wasn't he a backup dancer or something? He was something sleazy. (laughs) I don't know. Um, So, and then she entered into a treatment facility for a few weeks so during this time, she actually lost physical custody of her children. Mm-hmm. She, she did not have physical custody. Right. They had joint custody, so she was able to see the kids mm-hmm. and be part mm-hmm. of their lives, but she did not have physical custody of her okay. kids. Um, which, it's, custody is not a fun battle at all. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's your topic. That's, <laughs> I don't know. That's my area of expertise. <laughs> um, so in 2008... Uh, she refused to relinquish custody of her children to representatives of Kevin Federline, which, how dare he not even come pick up his own children? He sends other people to go do it. Uh, I don't <sighs> remember a ton, but I remember when they were married, it was like, okay, he's yeah. like a sleaze. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. So she wouldn't do it. She was like, no, I'm not I'm not giving you my yeah, kids. That's fine. Um, I feel like that's fine. Police arrived. And noted she appeared to be under the influence of a substance. So they checked her into Cedar sinai Hospital. Okay. Did she test positive for anything? They did not say. Or those records were not released. Because I think they're medical medical records. Yeah, that's true. HIPAA is probably involved. Probably. But like during COVID. HIPAA the hippo. (laughs) (laughs) So tight on everything. Yeah. Um, but I mean, she does (laughs) sometimes in a, um, what's that called? A tutu. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, uh, but I mean, if she, you know, she's living off the money she's already made. Right. Mm -hmm. So like, yeah, yeah, I'm working, but I'm still at home. Mm -hmm. I look like a friggin' monster too. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like she hasn't had to leave the house in three days. Of course she looks out of it. Like she's not wearing makeup and you're used to the Britney in the like plaid skirts or whatever, barely showing anything. Like Yeah. So (laughs) carry on. I just love Britney. (laughs) We we love we team Britney. So anyway, then the next day. Okay. Like she checked into the hospital. She's probably still in the hospital while this is all happening the next day. Mm-hmm. Kevin Federline went to the courts and got her visitation rights suspended. Why? Because she was seen as an unfit mother. <sighs> okay. Total custody of her children went to Kevin mm-hmm. Federline. Mm-hmm. 
She was committed to a psychiatric ward at Ronald Reagan UCLA Medical Center on a 5150. Which, you're probably asking yourself, Alex, uh-huh. what is a 5150? I was. Um, it is the California Welfare and Institutions Code 5150, uh, which states an individual can be involuntarily placed to a locked okay. psychiatric facility mm-hmm. for evaluation for up to 72 hours. Mm-hmm. Three criteria must apply that the individual is assessed to be a danger to themselves, a danger to others, or gravely disabled. Hmm. And the definition of gravely disabled is lack of ability to provide for their food, clothing, or shelter due to mental illness. Usually, I mean, because it's part of California's state code, Mm -hmm. it's kind of made its way into the United States lexicon. So we've all heard 5150, 5150. Yeah. Right. I have heard um, it, I guess I didn't. There's a song by Dirk Bentley called 5150. Yeah. 5150. Yeah. Somebody yeah. called it Popo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I just like that he writes it with Popo. <laughs> so, uh, and when she was on that 5150, the judge... Jamie Spears, her father. And her sister. Jamie Lynn Spears. Yes. So, <laughs> In this did game. you know, fun fact, her dad's name is Jamie. Okay. Her mom's name is Lynn. <gasps> oh, so they didn't like Brittany. They didn't like Brittany. <laughs> or her brother, Brian. Brian. He has an older brother named Brian. She has an older brother and <laughs> nobody knows about Brian. Brian Spears. Poor Brian Spears. All right. I love you, Brian Spears. <laughs> um, so she he Tell petitioned me. the judge because she's like he's like she can't like she's in a psychiatric facility. Um, hmm. She needs me. Okay. And so they placed her um, conservatorship was given to her father Jamie Spears mm-hmm. and attorney Andrew Wallet. 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 Oh, that's an upsetting name for an attorney. And then she was released five days later <laughs> okay. from psychiatric court. Once they got control of everything. Yes. Okay. So you're probably wondering, Alex, what is conservatorship? I'd love to know. Wouldn't you? <laughs> um, it's a legal concept. Okay. But you didn't know that. <laughs> um, it's a guardian or protector is appointed by a judge to manage the financial affairs and or daily life of another due to physical and or mental limitations or mm. old age. So she's in her 20s. Mental limitations. So Jamie Spears has the legal right to oversee and make decisions regarding Britney's finances, her health, business deals, and her personal life. Not great. Not great. She has zero control over her own life. Anything. Anything. Right. So 2008, 2019... Brit Brit got it together. Yeah. She, she got it made together. more albums. She did the Vegas residency. She yes, was getting girl. healthy. I'm still mad that you went and didn't I went invite me. To see Brittany in Vegas, baby. Love her. It wasn't it was as good as you'd want it to be. <sighs> it was amazing. And so in <laughs> 2019, unfortunately, she announced an indefinite hiatus and cancellation of her next res- res- residency. Yeah. You got it. Uh, in Vegas, after her dad suffered a near-fatal ruptured colon. 
Let's take responsibility for his social life. Mm. Mm. Uh, in the same month, she entered a psychiatric facility. Again? Citing stress because her dad was not doing so hot. Okay, I'm worried. He's fine. But well, I'm not had... worried about him. I don't care about him. <laughs> I'm worried about Brittany. We don't care. Um, so. Wasn't he like a pastor or something as well? Or is that Katy Perry's dad? That's, That's Katy, Katy Perry's Perry. dad. Okay. Um, so in 2019, when Jamie Spears had the near fatal ruptured colon, um, he had to step down and not be her conservator anymore. He, got, he became the number two. <laughs> Yes, he did. <laughs> okay. Became the shit. Okay. Keep it in your head. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry for the little ears listening. Um, so she gave temporary control to Jody Montgomery. Who that? She's a um, conservator. So I think she like, okay. Her job is to do conservatorship so like the um the estate of britney spears mm-hmm. she's in charge of yes okay. she's in charge of everything okay um and britney loves her like they get along oh, great happy happy february 2019 is when we get into this free britney movement yes this is when i remember it starts. i remember um a podcast called britney graham Mm-hmm. alleged that her dad had canceled the residency due to Brittany not taking her medication. In Vegas? Yes. <clears throat> and he has been holding her in a facility against her will after mm. violating a no-driving rule. Okay. It also alleged that the conservatorship was supposed to end in 2009. Long ago. Long ago. Okay. None of this is proven... It was no, it was noted as a temporary conservatorship. Okay. But all the details of the conservatorship has been basically private. You, it's been sealed. You can't read it. Um. So there's a website called freebritney.net. Yeah, dot net. That's how you know it's good. That's <laughs> how so you know it's good. Okay. And they have a little blurb. Um, it says, during the 12 years of Spears' conservatorship, she has repeatedly toured the world, released multiple albums, and worked on a variety of television, television shows. Her conservators decide whether or not she works, as she cannot enter into contracts for herself because she is <laughs> legally not her own person. Britney oh, Spears no. needs permission from her conservators to leave the house or spend any of her own money. Oh, honey. Which is partially true when it comes to conservatorship because it's like, yes, someone is basically trying to keep your best interests in mind. Mm -hmm. But when you're almost 40, you should be able to do that. And I don't know. She seems of sound mind. Now. I mean, I don't know her, but. (laughs) So. I'd like to. Brittany, reach out. Brittany. (laughs) Sponsored by Brittany. (laughs) Just friend of the show. (laughs) (laughs) Friend of the show. You don't have to give us any money. (laughs) So in August of 2020, mm-hmm. Spears wanted to have her conservatorship adjusted to reflect her current lifestyle and her current wishes. She wanted to make yeah. more decisions about her life, um, and she wanted to make the details of it open to the public. Mm-hmm. If they want to see it, she wants it to be open to the sure. public. Um, and also that same report indicated that it was voluntary. Yeah. Um. And the current arrangement, and unfortunately, the current arrangement was extended by a judge 
until February 2022. Okay. We're almost, uh, let's see, we're a year away. Yeah. And so what the free, so the free Britney movement, as I mentioned, is kind of that whole, she's being held against her will. She's, mm-hmm. um, her dad's like keeping her as a host. She's a hostage yeah. essentially. Yeah. Um, and where that all spawns from is her Instagram posts. Okay. Because Britney is very active on Instagram. Yeah. And people read into her posts mm-hmm. as if she's trying to tell them something. Mm-hmm. Like it has secret messages. Yeah. It's yeah. like, you know, one of them I saw where someone commented, like, say the word yellow if you need help. Yeah, yeah, And, yeah, like, yeah, the yeah. next day she posted something, like, the title was yes. yellow or, or something. Or she was wearing a yellow shirt or something. Something like yeah. that. Or, like, I think one I saw of that them, on, like, BuzzFeed or One something. of the videos was, like, it looked like she was reading from a script. Uh huh. Um, and actually, she they, she, may, maybe she was. Sometimes I'm reading, I'm yeah. reading from a script. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not being held hostage. Um, Penny, put your claw away. Help me. <laughs> um, so they actually talked to someone. Interviewed her social media manager named Cassie, and apparently her and Cassie are really good friends. Mm-hmm. Um, and she says Brittany owns her own Instagram photos, writes her own captions, does everything herself. Um, she's not posting any clues or indicating that she needs help. It just all happens to be coincidental. Is she in on it? Exactly. <laughs> um, and actually in August when Spears, um, when Brittany talked to the judge and said, I want to redo this conservatorship, that was the last time that she spoke to her dad. So she has not spoken mm. to her dad since August. Um, her dad says they were allegedly on good terms, but know. you know she just wants more control of her life back. I understand. I that. get it. And as I was reading through this, it actually like I was reading an article about it, and it made me actually feel really bad for for yeah. Brittany and all of the pop stars like during yeah. that time period because. Absolutely. They were 16. They didn't they, they didn't, didn't choose that. No, they didn't and they didn't know. And they didn't choose to get like extremely sexualized like they did. Like they were freaking 16. And it was It wasn't their it wasn't their idea even if she did come to the whatever recording studio right after school, like those skirts are below their knees. It mm-hmm. wasn't her choice to put it like above her butt cheek (laughs) you know what I mean like she was 16 she didn't choose that and it was different because I think right now with celebrities again I follow some celebrities but not that many they celebrities now can control the message about themselves and their Mm -hmm. careers a lot better than back then because back then we had what bop tiger beat Mm, bop bop. oh no wait that's Um, (laughs) different you know we had magazines or we had you know the nightly entertainment shows um that you didn't watch (laughs) so we kind of had to wait for like that to show us what was going on she couldn't say like hey she couldn't be like this she couldn't be like no this is incorrect like this or if it was incorrect she could she didn't have a way to say i'm actually kind of in jail help and they were saying once that imagine that you're like a 16 year old 16 17 year old girl like let's do 17 17 18 um and you're being asked at a press conference or being hounded by paparazzi asking if you're still a virgin. I mean, yes. No. That's, no. 
No. No one should ask that to anyone ever. And then it's like, you know. Who cares? Well, then like. I mean, back then they did, but. I mean, still probably, but who cares? Exactly. Yeah, I was like asking, you know, she's still a virgin if she slept with Justin. And her response was, I'm waiting till marriage, which, you know, we later find out not true. Um, Which, again, doesn't matter. Who cares? Who cares? none of our business. And what was funny is as I was researching this, they came out with a documentary today (gasps) about the Free Britney movement (gasps) on Hulu. (gasps) Who? Have I don't know. Somebody. Um, but it just kind of goes through like the background that I did. You watch it? I haven't. No. Oh, okay. You read the synopsis. I just read the synopsis. Yeah, it came out today. Wow, February fifth. So if you have Hulu, watch it. Um, Okay. Yeah, I think that the free Britney (laughs) is to end her conservatorship. I don't think she's sending any messages through her Instagram Hmm. that she's, you know being held hostage, held against her will. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, she is kind of being held against her will. Everyone is. It's COVID. <laughs> yeah, it's COVID. No one's leaving their house. Yeah. And, yeah, I just. Hmm. I hope she's not. I don't I don't think she is. I love Brittany. We love you, Brittany. Um, Be a guest. Wear yellow if you're in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> if you're in trouble, say comfy pants. <laughs> Okay, so that <laughs> so so that is uh, free Britney. Sorry, we free had to, Britney. We had to take a, a momentary pause because there is some trouble in paradise. In paradise, <laughs> my paradise of just too many gay men loving me. <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay, I am going to talk about one of those topics but i'm not gonna name name it right away because i know i know which one because i know because we've talked about it (laughs) but uh alex will get frustrated if i name it and then 20 minutes in i get to it so (laughs) (laughs) okay so amateur pilot kenneth arnold was flying over mineral washington mineral do you know it I've seen a sign for oh, it. Oh, yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't know it. Uh, I've got an idea where it is, though. He was flying over uh, Mineral Washington on a clear, beautiful June sky in 1947. Ooh. Arnold was on his way to a flight show in Oregon, but took a small detour to fly near Mount Rainier because there had been a Marine Corps plane that had gone down recently. And there was a $5,000 reward for a person who found the wreckage. I thought you were going to say, because there'd been a murder. <laughs> yeah, I mean, maybe. There'd been a murder. <laughs> um, but Arnold got more than he bargained. <gasps> Arnold. <laughs> but less than $5,000. <laughs> oh, well, you know. Uh, he saw a bright, sudden flash. Like, basically like the sun. You know, if a car drives by mm-hmm. and the sun is shining on the car, mm-hmm. like the window flashes, so it makes it like, oh, okay, just yeah. for a second. Yeah. Um, so he saw that, but it, ha- it was like a blue flash. Um, and he thought maybe, he thought at first it came from another plane, but the nearest plane was 15 miles away. Which How was, did he know that in 1947? He might have known after. Okay. Sorry. Just, <laughs> no, it's okay. I don't think radar but, no, was a actually, thing. But I think that um, he could see it, but it was too far away for it to be like that big of a flash. A yoo-hoo plane. Did you see that? 
Piu, 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 piu. He has a bat. Come on, come on. He has a, like a bat on a little leash above his shoulder. Like he's flying like a kite. And it does like echolocation. That's... Or a dolphin. <laughs> yeah. He's just carrying around a dolphin. It could be. I feel like, I don't know if they work out of water. I was going to say over water. <laughs> out of water. Anyways. <laughs> so it wasn't the plane 15 miles away. But the light came back, and it was uh, flashing rapidly now, and it flashed nine times. So he now caught his attention. He could look at it. He could see it. So he later described the object as flying diagonally. Okay. But stepped down like in an echelon formation. And the entire thing, he said, stretched out over what he later calculated, <laughs> I don't know how, to be like five miles. That's so it's a big ginormous. Boy. It's a big boy. <laughs> um, the object seemed to be flying in a single horizontal plane, but would also like weave from side to side, and then it would occasionally like flip and bank. But like basically at the same altitude, I think that means, right? Okay. Yeah, sure. Um. And Arnold said that it didn't seem like it was probably piloted because it was, like, just making, like, kind of bizarre movements. Well, Arnold, I'd like to tell you about drones. <laughs> Not in 1947. <laughs> uh, anyways, he said that he thought it was, like, testing of military aircraft. Okay. Okay. He was trying to figure out what he was seeing, and so he calculated, like, its flying speed by... Watching it fly between mm. Mount Rainier and Mount Adams, which is 50 okay. miles apart. Um, and he said he, it flew that distance in one minute and 42 seconds. And that basically equals 1,700 miles an hour. It's fast. Which at the time of 1947 was three times faster than any aircraft. Mm. And two times faster than the speed of sound. Oh. So it's a quick boy. He's a quick little boy. <laughs> Um, so Arnold was dinking around so much that he had to fly to Yakma to refuel. Yeah, he had to refuel before he was going to Oregon. And, um, he like mentioned to a few friends there that what he had seen. And so basically his quote unquote friends (laughs) told reporters, um, of Arnold's story and basically turned, uh, like, this respectable businessman who had a pilot's license into kind of a joke. Arnold. I know, poor Arnold. He uh, Arnold said that the newspaper largely misquoted him and that he he always thought that it was a like military aircraft of some sort. Mm-hmm. Like he never said he thought it was aliens. He was like, mm-hmm. it was weird. I thought it was the military. Yeah. <laughs> but, aliens was not my first Yeah, thought. he never said aliens. <laughs> but he was misquoted all the way into accidentally inventing the term flying saucer. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. So Arnold later explained that he said, quote, the objects more or less fluttered like they were. I'd say boats on very rough water or rough air. And when I described how they flew, I said they flew like saucers um, thrown across the water. Mm. But most of the newspapers misunderstood and misquoted. It was a flying saucer. And they saucer. said, and he said, I said it was sauce. It was, I said that they, 
They said I said it was saucer-like, but I said it flew like a sa- in a saucer-like fashion. Mm-hmm. Because of this, Flying Saucer became a household name. Um, and Arnold said, <laughs> poor guy, Arnold said that he hasn't had a piece since I first told the story. Hasn't he had hasn't, to pee? Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Arnold, take a break. Go potty. <laughs> Arnold said he hasn't had a moment of peace since I first told the story. So basically like. But he has gone pee. He's peed, definitely. Good. Okay. So worried about his black. <laughs> I know. Concerned. But basically like ufologists, which is mm. my favorite word. Ufology. <laughs> UFOologists. Ufologists. Ufologists. Like. Are there two O's or just one? Uh, U-F-O-L-O-G-I-S. Oh, so there's... Okay. Ufologist. Ufologist. It's not ufologist. Not ufologist. 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 <laughs> it might... Maybe it should be. Ufologist. Okay. <laughs> uh, okay. That's what we are. <laughs> <laughs> so, once the concept of flying saucers was incepted into people's minds Egyptian yeah that was my word (laughs) there was more and more people that began seeing them because this was like a widespread news event right yeah that he saw this flying saucer obviously we all think and see pictures in our head of like grainy like upside down pie plays basically Yeah. yeah The Houston Chronicle reported that people everywhere were scanning the skies for flying saucers, and when enough people look for something, some people will think they see something. Mm-hmm. Reports of flying saucers started coming in from all over. And so two weeks after the word flying saucer was introduced into the world, a commanding general of the Air Force issued a statement informing the public that personnel on an army airfield in New Mexico had recovered the wreckage Yay. of an experimental weather balloon that had crashed in the area. Mm-hmm. That quote-unquote weather balloon crashed in Roswell, New Mexico. Dude. There we are, people. We're talking Expo. about Roswell. Roswell, New Mexico, <laughs> aliens. We're on belong. <laughs> We're on page three, and we got to the topic. Topic is Roswell. <laughs> page three. Page three. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, here we go. On an early summer night in July 3rd, 1947, Mac Brazel. Mac. Brazel? Brazel. Brazel. and his eight-year-old son were on um, their ranch. Mm. In New Mexico? New Mexico somewhere. <laughs> Dare I say by Roswell? Nearish Roswell. Okay. Um, but they're so they were out on their ranch about eight miles from their home when they came across a strange bright wreckage that had rubbery strips and tin foil. Brazel didn't make much of this at the time. He I don't know, probably had like some sheep to shear or whatever. Make some comfy pants. It's gotta make some pants. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the very next day, the 4th of July, mm. some may say, 1947, Brazel heard about our friend Arnold and his flying saucer for the first time. Ooh. So he and his kids and his wife went back to the wreckage to gather the debris. Um, and they like 
brought it home and tried to put it together and stuff. So on Monday morning, July 7th, Frazzle went into town to probably sell his comfy pants. Yeah. I assume. The OG comfy pants. The OG comfy pants. Did you know sweatpants were actually invented in the 1920s? No. Yeah. Okay. (gasps) Sorry. So glad I wasn't around in the 1910s. I don't know. We'll do an episode. We'll do an episode on the history of comfy pants. (laughs) We should, actually. We really should. Make it out of it. Okay. Penny, write it down. Comfy pants. <laughs> if I write that, is that enough? <laughs> You're going to be like, Comfy yes, that's pants? the name of our podcast. We like, yeah. <laughs> we talk about that every week. Okay. Every week. On Monday morning, July 7th, he went into town to sell his comfy pants. While he was there, he went to the sheriff's office and was like super on the down low and whispered to him that he may have found a flying saucer. Psst. There. I found a flying saucer. <laughs> it's not a balloon. <laughs> so Mac brought the debris to Roswell, and that's basically the last he heard of the story until it broke that there had been a flying saucer found. Mm. But so, they said it was a weather balloon, right? Yes, they sure did. So Brazel said that the quote-unquote weather balloon must have been about 12 feet long and Altogether, weighed about five pounds, which for anything twelve feet long, that's pretty light. Yeah. Um, there was no sign of metal, which would have been used to make like an engine or a propeller, mm-hmm. something to make it move. Um, but there, <laughs> there was at least one paper fin glued to tin foil for steering purposes. Wow. Which would definitely. A paper thing glued to tinfoil would definitely get an alien all the way from, you know. Well, how much do aliens weigh? We don't know. No. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know. You know who might know? Tom DeLong of Blink-182. Why? Because he left Blink-182 to, like, I'm not joking. So he left Blink-182 and left the music industry to be an alien to prove that aliens exist how's he doing financially (laughs) quite well because just recently i think the government admitted Mm -hmm. yes there was there have been unidentified flying well it was during covid and nobody cared because we're all like we're all dying except tom delong okay and i will keep saying his name tom delong because so much I miss you, miss you. <laughs> Tom DeLong, come on and tell us everything you know. Put on your comfy pants and talk to us about it. Yes, you know he's got comfy pants. Mm-hmm. Okay, anyways, there were also no words printed on the craft, but there were English letters, which aliens are known to do. So like a tail number on an airplane? There was also, this is my favorite part, there was also considerable scotch tape and other tape with flowers scotch printed on it that were used on the original construction. No. Scotch tape. Scotch tape. Sold galactically. Yeah. <laughs> the number one tape in the galaxy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Duct tape, we don't even know her. Duct tape, who's she? Who's she? <laughs> Beg your pardon. <laughs> Nope, it's all about that scotch tape, baby. Woohoo! Get that okay. scotch tape money. <laughs> <laughs> so 
So Brazel said that he had found weather balloons on his property before, and this one was considerably different than 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 those. Yeah, because it was probably homemade by someone in their basement. Some nutbag. <laughs> He's, he said, quote, I'm sure what I found was not any weather balloon. Oh, he sure, yeah. Brazzle. <laughs> Brazzle. Brazzle dazzle. Bring okay. <laughs> Brazzle Sorry. Go on. Uh, Meiji. Meiji. <laughs> I don't even know Meiji. Major Jesse Marcel and Ted. Oh, no. Oh, no. Let me start over. Okay. Meiji. Meiji Jesse. <laughs> no, Major Jesse Marcel, an intelligence officer, was sent to investigate Moer at the ranch. Such as sheep, people. Such as sheep. Um, as they tried to gain more information on what the materials were, Marcel, is that what I called him? Marcel? <laughs> Marcel chose to make a public statement to the Roswell Daily Record stating that the RAAF, RAF. a Roswell Army Air Force, captures flying saucers on the ranch in Roswell. So basically... I wonder if that's where they got the term the riffraff. That's a great question. Probably not, but... Maybe, maybe so. though. Um, so I guess they kind of took credit for finding it. Apparently, it was better for the Air Force to claim it was... Aliens or a weather balloon than to tell the truth. Hmm. Which is troubling. Well, it is troubling, but I'm not going to say we haven't seen this as a theme throughout all throughout existence. existence. <laughs> Dare I take you back to MKUltra? Oh, we will go right back to MKUltra. Ooh, Hold on a second. Let's so, go. A flying saucer is easier to admit than... Admit the craft was from an experimental project mogul. <gasps> mogul. Not MK Ultra, but same time frame. So almost 50 years after the mysterious craft crash landed, the U.S. military issued a report linking the incident to a top secret atomic espionage project called Project Mogul. What is with all this espionage? So much. So much. So many espionage. No. Espionage. Okay. Espionage. This was a top secret project by the U.S. Army Air Force involving microphones flown on high altitude balloons whose primary purpose was long distance detection of sound waves generated by the Soviet atomic bomb tests. Again, with the Soviets. Those dang Soviets. And it's like in the 50s. It's the same time. It's the exact time. It's the exact same time. As MK Ultra. We're still afraid. I mean, we're... We're always afraid. Not still afraid. It's like the height of the fear of the Soviets and their atomic and nuclear uh, bombs. (laughs) (laughs) Or just all things. Fires and missiles. (laughs) So Project Mogul was conceived by some guy who researched deep sound channels in the ocean i don't understand like dolphins kind of so i guess sound waves can travel for thousands of miles without interference in the water and so they thought they could do the same thing in like high altitude because the air is so thin right like they could uh yeah basically hear things from far away Uh so 
Anyways, he theorized that there was a similar sound channel in the upper atmosphere that they would be able to basically eavesdrop on nuclear tests as far away as the Soviet Union. Hmm. So the project involved balloons carrying disc microphones and radio transmitters to relay signals to the ground. The project mobile team invented a number of high-tech materials for its balloons and other equipment, including ultralight and ultra-strong metals, fiber optic cables, and fireproof fabrics, which they didn't have at the time. Um, But the government probably could have the has the money to do the testing to exactly figure it out and we still use those now so we know that they came from somewhere yeah but one of the requirements of the balloons was that it was able to maintain a relatively constant altitude over a long period of time but it did cause weird hovering unnatural like floating Mm. crafty because of wind probably because of wind and uh, altitude and turbulence and wind and a cloud cloud a bird possibly a butterfly (laughs) (laughs) i've heard of the butterfly effect uh that's what you do an episode on is the butterfly effect (gasps) okay write that down okay (laughs) this is how it happens people this is how the uh okay so the project uh was actually even a secret to the roswell army airfield and so like the weather balloon story flimsy as it was was the simplest and most possible explanation that they could come up with on like super short notice they were like yes it is a weather balloon right weather balloons (laughs) and so they used it for the next 50 years um another weird thing that the air force was up to that contributed to people thinking that UFOs were over specifically New Mexico, I guess, was the Air Force conducted these secret dummy drops Mm -hmm. over unoccupied fields. So these were basically testing ways for pilots to survive falls from high altitudes, Uh, like if they had to eject from a plane or something. Oh, yeah. Uh, I don't know why parachute wasn't the only option, but (laughs) for some reason... It wasn't, but the dummies were basically bandaged and featureless with latex, quote, skin and aluminum, quote, bones. Mm. So they look a lot like aliens, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Never seen an alien, but I feel like anything featureless is horrifying. Well, yeah, especially if it's like falling from the sky. Yes. Yes. So they were straight up falling from the sky. And they were super creepy looking. So it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to think alien. Yeah, I get it. Um, Military vehicles, though, would swoop in and collect the the quote-unquote bodies as soon as possible. Mm -hmm. And so for people who believe that the government was, like, up to no good, they They thought they were, like, covering up for UFOs. Mm -hmm. Like, stuff i guess yeah (laughs) and they were convinced that the dummies were actually extraterrestrials who were being kidnapped and experimented on by government officials they were really just dummies there's like silicone (laughs) 
<laughs> or latex. Um, anyways, despite the Pentagon eventually declassifying most of its files on Project Mogul and Dummy Drops, most people still continue to embrace the US UFO theory, and hundreds of curiosity seekers visit Roswell and crash site every year. Mm. Even though they're like, no. No, no. Was... But I wonder what about the people that are like convinced that they were abducted by aliens? We should do a whole episode on that. Yeah, because there was a, <clears throat> a documentary series I oh, watched and it was people. where they were like, I was abducted yeah. by an alien. Yeah. And, hmm. Hmm. Interesting. So anyways, I don't know. I think, uh, what is it? Leaving reality? What are we doing on our pyramid? <laughs> oh, what's next? Or No, no. What are we doing oh. now? Oh, we have questions. Oh, yeah. We have questions. I think I do have questions because, like, I mean, for 50 years, the government was covering up something. It always seems like the government's covering up mm-hmm. something. And then they admit to it. So... So do you I think do we're getting the whole story? About Roswell? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I bet if we examined the like weird material now that they found, it mm-hmm. would be like, well, yeah, that's what I cover my uh, leftovers with. <laughs> like, it wouldn't be that weird, <laughs> you know? Tinfoil. But it was like a new material then. Yeah. That probably they were like, this is from space. Like, you know, when um, in Back to the Future, he goes back to the future. <laughs> Spoiler. <laughs> but like when his his mom and dad, like in the 50s or whatever, and they, oh, they yeah. think he's an alien. But then really, if we saw that now, it'd be like, no, that's just. Uh, it's just a guy from the 80s. It's just a guy from the 80s. Like, it's out of date now. It's just <laughs> Like, I'm not even impressed. I'm just, what are you doing? Yeah. So, I don't know, maybe. Huh. Interesting. <sighs> I okay. don't know. I guess we'll see. Look yeah. at look at the night sky tonight. See what you see. see Probably some clouds. Let us know. Take a picture. Take a picture. Post uh-huh. it on the gram and hashtag free Britney. Hashtag free Britney and also... <laughs> Come on, comfy pants. Do we have a hashtag? We should. Oh, did we? I don't know how to start I, one. I, we, I think you just write one. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Hashtag come on, comfy pants. Yeah. Hashtag us. Tag us. Tag us. Combo we're, and comfy pants. Wear comfy pants. First and, and foremost. Uh, tell two friends. Oh, yes. Please do tell two friends. Tell all your friends. Tell more if you have more than two if friends. If you have more than two friends. Nice. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Um, and we love you and we, we mean it. And goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>